The central feature of this painting is very definitely a boulder, a large boulder. It's central to the imagery and it's centrally placed in the painting. There's a lot of movement to the painting which flows around this central boulder and everything about the painting goes from what I deduced to be the east to the west. Because of the way the, the light is shining, I think it's morning time. I, re I reckon it's about maybe 10 o'clock in the morning. And the sun is streaming through the tops of the trees, moving from the east where it rises and shining in beams, I think, towards the west. And the way the leaves on the trees are moving looks like the wind is also coming from the east and along the bottom of the painting there's a river and we don't know whether or not maybe we're in an island in the middle of the river because at the bottom left hand corner of the painting the river widens which suggests that perhaps maybe we're on a little island in the middle or maybe we're on the southern bank of, of the river but that water is flowing quite rapidly from the east to the west you can see it flowing over some boulders and there's quite a long stream of water flowing beyond those, those stones in the river. So there's, there's a lot of movement going on there. Another thing that you really perceive about the painting is the solidity. So you've got that airy movement going on, sort of trembling of the leaves and wafting of everything, the water moving from the right to the left. But then you also have this real central solidity of this rock. And you also have, to the east, or the right-hand side of the painting, you, you have the sense of increased solidity on that side of the painting as well, more of a heaviness. Um, it's suggested, I think, by the way the light's shining, that there's a hill that's up to the right to the east and the rays of light are coming off that off that hill and that's a darker side of the painting there's around the central boulder there's a a ring or a, sort of an encircling of light frothy willow maybe weeping willows which are those lovely pale gray silvery colors and then there's other sorts of trees there's maybe something like 20 trees in all. And at the center of the painting, above the large boulder, there's a maybe some kind of broadleaf tree, or maybe even it's a conifer. And then directly above and slightly to the right of that, there's, there's blue sky. But in terms of the trees, around to the right-hand side of the painting, again, there's a, a, a tall, maybe broadleaf tree. Um, so they're darker colors, although there is one bright blotch of the willow leaves illuminated by the sun which stands out against those darker colors. So again you, you're moving from the right to the left of the painting from the darks to the lights and towards the left of the painting the sky opens up and the canopy of the trees open up the crowns of the trees are slightly more um, transparent or rather you can see through them to little bits of sky, whereas to the right of the painting, it's solid, there's a hill there, there's a mountain, and 
Perhaps there'd be a different composition of trees up that hill if we could see there. Another real feature of the painting is that from that land that we're on, where we're standing, there's about 10 little smooth stones, very golden stones, that have been set by a person as stepping stones to get from one side to the other. So along with this movement that goes from right to left, from east to west, you've got, you're going straight into the painting. And again, it's an unusual composition because the central figure of the painting is right smack in, in the middle. And you walk across, again, this, these stones are right leading directly up to it. And you can see where we're standing on the little bank or the island in the middle of the river. There's a path trodden down through the grass and the wild flowers maybe that are growing on the sides. So it's obviously there's a real movement of people through there. It's not a wilderness. It's a, it's a well-loved, well-used opening. And we're moving through it. And just beyond and to the right of the rock, there's one sort of rather beautiful looking patch of, of land where you think you might like to lie down and have a nap. And you really want to scramble up on the top of that central boulder. And then to the left and below that boulder, just above the river, there's a bunch of golden colored rocks. And, and the gold is something that really stays in my mind about the painting as well. Because the, the boulder is maybe granite or something, it's quite pale and gray. And it, it's also got a nice shape because the right-hand corner of it is, is very rounded and the left-hand upper corner of it is, is quite, it's quite a lot of a right angle. But despite that, it's a very kind of feminine shape for some reason. And then, and then you've got just below it, right by the water's edge, because the boulder's set back from the water, right by the water's edge, there's a bunch of quite golden rocks. And you think, oh, you can imagine the people through the ages sitting there and fishing and looking in at the water and pondering the universe. And that golden color that characterizes those rocks is also um, on what would be the west side of that boulder, which I, so I was thinking is, are those lichens? Or what is that that's on there? I guess maybe it's just a part of the rock, something like mica or something, I don't know, some, it wouldn't really be clay on that kind of rock, but something yellow and orange, which then made me think of earth and wind and fire and water and all the elements, because the gold in that fiery rock looks, reminds you of, of fire. And again, you're walking on these fiery golden stepping stones across the water. In the middle of the boulder, there's a some kind of, uh, looks like almost like a graffito, like a symbol of some kind, which looks a little bit like uh, a P on its side with underscored. But who knows what kind of hieroglyph that is, whether someone's painted it on there or whether it is actually a feature of the rock. But the style of the painting, the level of detail in the painting means that you can't really see too clearly what things are exactly. The memory I have of the painting is there's a little, looks like maybe a kind of a spindly little conifer of some kind, maybe a, a fir tree or something, which is very feeble and it is leaning over into the boulder, um, sort of resting its head on the boulder in a way. So the trees that surround this central boulder are almost like a feather boa or something, very frothy and light and they're encircling this boulder and 
and then on the left-hand side of the painting, some of the branches of the willow weep down into the water. And then again, also on the right, there are some of this curve. There are some branches that drip down into the water very gently, and they slightly move to the left, to the east, with that wind that's moving them. The sky is blue. I think it's maybe June, May or June, by the color and the fullness of the leaves. They're all quite exuberant. And there's something else that really strikes me about this, this picture, which is that it, it really feels like um, a gathering of elders. And so you, you have to kind of restrain yourself from imagining characters into the story. It feels very, not necessarily peopled with people, but peopled with something. <laughs>